Yeah, I guess uh, spending $649 is less than Zen-like. But, hey, man, if spending money at all was never something that made you happy, uh, I think our economy would be in trouble, don't you? Uh, anyway, thanks for the, uh, for the quip, and thanks for all the calls from everybody. We listen to all of them, even if we don't play them, so we appreciate the feedback and, of course, the support at patreon.com slash DTNS. We'll talk to you next time. If a phone truly is zen, then it should make you feel good, right? Well, doesn't happen to pay for the phone completely defeat that? Yelp announced it earned $0.09 cents a share in Q2 on revenue of $208.9 million. Analysts had expected a loss of $0.03 cents a share in revenue of $205 million. Revenue increased 20% on the year, led by ad sales of $186.6 million. And Yelp announced the sale of its Eat24 food delivery service to Grubhub for $287.5 million. Yelp acquired Eat24 in 2015 for $134 million. GoPro announced it lost nine cents a share in Q2 on revenue of $297 million, but that's kind of good news. It beat analysts' expectations of a loss of 25 cents a share and revenue of $269 million. Revenue on the year increased 34%. GoPro cited tighter control of the supply chain for the improved numbers with a 39% reduction in inventory from last quarter and channel forward supplies down 25%. The company also saw increased use of its mobile video editing app with 5.6 million installs in the quarter and a 112 increase, 112% increase in monthly active users on the year. LastPass announced pricing details for its family tier, which will cost $48 a year for access to six premium accounts to share through a unified dashboard. The company also increased the cost of a single premium account from $12 to $24 a year. LastPass also removed the unlimited sharing feature from its free tier, limiting it to one item to one person per free account. Indonesia is working with Google on a Trusted Flagger program to identify and remove video content deemed offensive. Trusted Flagger is up and running already in Germany, the UK, France, and the United States and lets selected users flag content on YouTube in bulk, prioritizing them for review. Google will also work with civil society groups in Indonesia like the Walid Institute and anti-hoax community Mafindo. The Minister of Communication and Information met with Google, Twitter, and Facebook representatives over the past several days. Chinese ISPs, data centers, and cloud companies held a three-hour drill Thursday to practice taking down websites deemed harmful. Participants practiced shutting down target web pages and reporting details to police like IP address and server location. China's Ministry of Public Security called for the drill in order to step up online security. Bloomberg reports a source close to Boring Company CEO Elon Musk says he plans to not only dig tunnels for a hyperloop on the east coast of the U.S., but also build the hyperloop system itself. Musk released a white paper on the idea of Hyperloop in 2013, opening it for anyone to build and indicating he wouldn't compete with them. But Musk's company SpaceX does hold the trademark on the term Hyperloop. Coinbase has decided to support the Bitcoin fork Bitcoin Cash by January 1st. Customers with Bitcoin stored at Coinbase would be able to withdraw Bitcoin Cash. When the fork occurred on August 1st, holders of Bitcoin became able to claim an equivalent amount of Bitcoin Cash if exchanges supported it. Coinbase has not decided whether to support Bitcoin Cash trading. Coinbase currently only supports trading for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. Uber says it is addressing the lease of a 1,000 Honda Vizels to drivers in Singapore, despite the Vizel being recalled by Honda in April 2016. A Vizel driven by an Uber driver caught fire while on the road in Singapore. The Wall Street Journal reports internal emails it obtained show Uber managers were aware of the defects when they leased the cars. 
Facebook announced it is using its open-source Cafe2 deep learning framework to perform more than 4.5 billion translations a day on Facebook. All machine translation models at Facebook have now been changed from phrase-based, which translates individual words and phrases, to neural models, which translate whole blocks of text at once. The neural models can take into account typos and context. The FBI arrested Marcus Hutchins, a.k.a. Malwaretech, at the Las Vegas airport where he was returning to the U.K. after attending DEFCON and Black Hat. A federal indictment filed by the U.S. FBI accuses Hutchins and a redacted co-defendant of creating and distributing the Kronos banking Trojan between 2014 and 2015. Hutchins was arraigned Thursday and asserted his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. The indictment lists Kronos as being listed and sold on the recently seized Alpha Bay dark web market, However, Hutchins is charged only with creating and distributing it. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Friday, August 4th, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Coming up, a surprising arrest out of DEF CON in Las Vegas. Facebook using machine learning for translation. And Uber says they're really sorry about that Honda that caught fire in Singapore. All that and more coming up.